Welcome to the Brexit Brits Abroad Mythbusting Micro Podcasts. I'm Dr. Mickla Benson. Over the Christmas period, we thought that it would be nice to produce a series of micro podcasts that explored in detail and tried to dispel some of the myths around British people living in the EU27. We've produced a series of six of these that look at issues including dual nationality, taxation, stereotypes, and hopefully do some work to support our overall argument around the diversity of the British population who've made their homes and lives in the European Union. Take a listen and let us know what you think. In today's myth-busting intervention, I wanted to talk to you about taxation. Now, I should preface this by saying I am not a tax expert and this is not a tax seminar. It's rather an intervention aimed at drawing attention to the misconception that underpins this depiction of British people living in the EU27, but also to highlight the complexity of arrangements around tax and taxation. So that's the ambition of this short intervention. I'm going to start by talking through what Dave has sent us from Belgium. Dave wrote to me to point out that there's a double taxation relief agreement between the UK and many individual European Union countries. And so what this means is that if people are taxed in one place, they are not also um, expected or obliged to pay tax in the other place. It's a little bit more complicated than that. And for anyone who's interested in issues around double taxation and relief, I'd recommend looking at the HMRC Double Taxation Digest to get further information about that. But even with double taxation relief agreements in place, it's still possible that British people who live in other European Union countries might find themselves in a position where they're expected to pay some tax back in the UK. So there are some quite obvious examples of this. Anyone in receipt of a UK civil service pension will be taxed in the UK on that pensionable income. Similarly, Anyone who has sold a property in the UK is expected to pay any capital gains tax that relates to the sale of that property back in the UK. So from that point of view, there are some reasons why people might still be paying tax in the UK. And we've seen this, for example, through our citizens panellists getting in touch with us to point out the complexity of their... um, of their tax situations where they continue to pay a little bit of tax in the UK as well as Spain. Now, I should just say that although there is a lot of criticism of British people living in the EU27 expecting to have their thoughts, their rights respected by the UK government on the basis that, well, what right have they got to say anything given that they don't pay tax, that that's the reason why we focused on this. So what's that got to do with anything, I might hear you ask? Here I want to come back to the research that we've been doing, talking with Britons living in the EU27 
about what Brexit means to and for their lives. As part of this, many people have reported coming up against this particular characterisation of them as British citizens who have chosen to leave the UK and who don't care about the UK and don't pay their taxes. This particular image has been reported to us across the board, which shows a degree to which it's pervasive. In fact, I've just been looking at a series of comments around a Guardian article that was about British people living in Europe, and certainly this characterisation comes across quite clearly. What this characterisation does is it suggests that British people living outside of Britain have abandoned Britain, that they're somehow not contributory citizens and why should they have a say in anything or that the country decides to do or the direction that the country decides to go in. What I've tried to do with this intervention is to highlight that things aren't quite as they seem on the surface. British people living elsewhere in the European Union have chosen to leave for a wide variety of reasons. They are also in situations where they are variously contributing towards the British economy through their taxation and indeed may have spent many years doing so before they left Britain. But it's also clear in the case of British people in Europe that they have friends and families who still live in Britain and whose futures they're also concerned about. Their concerns about Brexit are not just about themselves and their rights and entitlements, but extend towards the consideration of what Brexit means for their friends, their families, their children and grandchildren. And it's with this in mind that I want to close today's myth-busting intervention. Thank you for listening to the Brexit Brits Abroad podcast. If you've enjoyed what we've been talking about today and want to find out more, check out our website www.brexitbritsabroad.com or you can follow us on social media via Twitter at BrexPatsEU and on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And I'll speak to you again soon.